0: everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Geo podcast. I am your host, Dr. Geo, where it is my goal to share with you some of my research insights and lifestyle tools on how you can improve your urological function and live better with age. Today, we're going to take a deep dive and talk about Gleason 6 prostate cancer and why I'm a huge fan and I simply love that diagnosis gleason 6 prostate cancer now you're saying all right now i really know this dr geo guy is crazy he's just bonkers how can a cancer diagnosis be a good thing how can this guy love a cancer diagnosis this guy you know what that's it i'm not listen- <laughs> i'm not i'm not listening to this guy anymore right all right listen to me First, let's break this down and let's sort of unpack this a little bit. What's a Gleason score and how does it apply to the possibility of being the best thing that ever happened to you if you've had a Gleason 6? So a Gleason score has nothing to do with Jackie Gleason from the Honeymooners. Remember him? Has nothing to do with that. Actually, Jackie Gleason, I believe, did die of cancer. At the age of 71, I believe in the mid 80s, I think it was colon cancer that metastasized to the liver, unrelated to Jackie Gleason. The Gleason score is a pathology method of determining how we can stage prostate cancer, right? And it was developed by a pathologist named Donald Gleason back in the mid 1960s out in Minnesota. And what the Gleason score does is the following. If you've ever had a Gleason score from either a biopsy, a prostate biopsy, or the prostate gets removed for prostate cancer, and then they give it a Gleason score there, they look at the prostate and give it a Gleason score. Again, is a staging tool to see how aggressive this cancer can be. The Gleason score is a total of two numbers. So The numbers that are given is typically Gleason 6, Gleason 7, Gleason 8, Gleason 9. Those are the typical numbers. And what they do is once the biopsy tissue is taken from the prostate, it's sent to the pathology lab. And under a microscope, they take a look at this tissue and they give it a Gleason score. And how they do that is they add up two numbers. They add up the first number. Typically, a Gleason 6 is, for example a 3 plus 3, or it could be a Gleason 7, a 3 plus 4, or a 4 plus 3. Gleason 8, that's just a 4 plus 4, and then Gleason 9, 4 plus 5, or 5 plus 4. Where do these numbers come from and how they come up with these numbers, right? What a pathologist would do under a microscope is compare the different architecture, the different patterns of that biopsy tissue in comparison to normal tissue. So normal prostate tissue looks a certain way. I mean, you can look that up in the internet. It's not going to make sense to you. This is histology, right? That's the study of tissues. But what you need to know is that normal prostate tissue looks a certain way. And the more the tissue looks different from normal prostate tissue, then that gets a score. So if it's moderately different or mildly different than normal tissue, then it's given a score of one. If it's more than that, is given a score of two. And the more different it looks, the numbers go from one to five. Then they look at these patterns and they say, okay, which pattern is more frequent in this biopsy tissue from the prostate? The pattern that's more different is the number three, is a stage three. And then which is the second number that's most common in this prostate tissue? Okay, the second number is a four. Okay, so it's a three plus four, the most common pattern which is a three, and this is just an example, plus the second most common pattern, which is a four, and that's a Gleason seven. So when it's a Gleason six, which is what we're going to talk about most, is really the most common pattern is not that different from the second most common pattern, which is a three plus three equals six. And that's what we're going to talk about most. But I just want to give you a general idea how these numbers are determined when they look at biopsy tissue. All right, so why is a Gleason 6 a good thing, potentially? The reason why a Gleason 6 is a good thing is because most people that are diagnosed with prostate cancer with a Gleason 6, most of them never really die from prostate cancer. It's called a low-grade or low-risk disease, low-risk prostate cancer, where it's likely not going to take you out. Now, Dr. Gio, how about if I have a Gleason 7, an 8, a 9? By the way, I've never seen a Gleason score less than 6. It pretty much doesn't exist. It goes from 0 right to 3. And I've never seen a Gleason score higher than 9. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But in my 20-year history working with men with prostate cancer, I've just never seen it. We'll take that for what it's worth. What if it's a Gleason 7? Okay, if it's a Gleason 7, let's say 3 plus 4, so the most common pattern is a 3, the second most common pattern is a 4, that's a 7, then that type of Gleason score is not as advanced or as aggressive as if it was a 4 plus 3, Gleason 7, 4 plus 3. So Gleason 7, 4 plus 3 is probably less optimal than a Gleason 7, 3 plus 4. And then once it goes beyond a Gleason 7, 8, or 9, then those numbers become less optimal. Meaning what? There's a higher probability of there being an aggressive type of disease there. And I tell you, I see Gleason 9s all the time. So if if you're listening and you are diagnosed with prostate cancer, you have a Gleason 7, 4 plus 3 or higher. Look, I'm an unapologetic optimist. And I tell you that with The great treatments that are out there combined with aggressive lifestyle interventions, people do very, very well for a long time. But let's bring it back to Gleason 6, and we're going to stay there moving forward because that's the topic of today's podcast, right? Gleason 6. What studies show is that Gleason 6 prostate cancer typically is not the type of stage that will become aggressive And that's a situation where you sort of die with the cancer and not die from it. So then what's the treatment options for men with Gleason-6? The most common treatment option for men with Gleason-6 is no medical treatment. It's called active surveillance. But you've heard of the term also of watchful waiting. And I want to make something clear here. Watchful waiting and active surveillance is not the same thing. So active surveillance means that somebody, an expert, a urologist, or someone is looking over your prostate cancer scenario, taking PSAs every three to six months, perhaps other biopsies in the future, and making sure it doesn't get aggressive. And if it does, then there's still an opportunity to treat with the intent to cure. So that's active surveillance. Watchful waiting means you watch and wait. So you don't really monitor the cancer. You sort of wait till and if it gets worse. And once it gets worse, perhaps more aggressive and metastasizes, if that happens, then you treat it with aggressive interventions at that point. So active surveillance, meaning no medical treatment, is an option for Leeson 6 prostate cancer. And of course, once you apply a proactive surveillance method, which is lifestyle, diet, and you can read about the diets, drgeo.com, xywellness.com, there's a lot of information there and exercise and sleep. Once you apply lifestyle medicine to men with a Gleason-6 on active surveillance, then that becomes a proactive surveillance protocol, and these men tend to do better. Back to the question and even the title of this podcast, how can this diagnosis be a good thing? Here's why. If we're honest with each other, men don't care much about being healthy. Men care about performance. Now, some men will talk, I want to be healthy. I can't wait to be healthy. The word health and healthy doesn't mean much, particularly to a man. You have to be very specific. What men don't want is to die prematurely, (laughs) right? So this diagnosis of a Gleason 6 with the C word in it, right? You're diagnosed with the C word, but it's a low stage, mildly aggressive, if not aggressive at all, stage of prostate cancer. So here you have an opportunity for the first time, most of you diagnosed with a Gleason 6 are facing your mortality. For the first time, you're saying, Oh, shoot, I can actually die and I can die sooner than later. So now you're ready to make lifestyle changes. Lifestyle changes that you were not ready before. Because again, men don't do health. Men are trying to avoid dying prematurely. So here you are. Now you have this diagnosis and you do all these lifestyle changes. And now, this diagnosis of prostate cancer, Gleason 6, becomes an opportunity. Or as many of my patients have said, you know, this diagnosis is a blessing. I'm actually healthier than I've ever been before. And let me tell you something else, Dr. Gio, they would say, I'm in better shape than ever. And all these other things that I used to have, which is migraines or lower back pain or high cholesterol, That has gone away or gone down only with natural approaches, with the lifestyle that you prescribed. I am leaner. I lost some weight, whatever the case may be. People that are diagnosed with Gleason 6 who then apply lifestyle protocols that will not only help them, I think, with lowering the risk of prostate cancer progression, but their overall health improves. You got to remember, I mean, (laughs) you got to keep everything in sight. You have to put everything in perspective. You're just not trying not to die from prostate cancer. You're trying not to die from anything prematurely. Isn't that the goal? So now this diagnosis, you get to do several things. You get to exercise. And whenever you don't want to exercise because I don't want to do it today, You think of your diagnosis, and you're like, well, that's my medicine today. You're going to eat better. You're going to take some nutraceuticals and dietary supplements, and you're not going to forget to take them. You're lowering your risk of all-cause mortality, and that is the goal. Here's another thing that happens. Men that are diagnosed with Gleason 6 prostate cancer, at least the ones that I've seen, they sort of get to reevaluate what's important in their life. And they sort of get to not sweat the small stuff, which is a title of a good book out there. Just don't sweat the small stuff. Once you know that you can die, look, I, I don't need to be diagnosed with cancer to know that we have limited time. It's just the way it is. I don't want to sweat the small stuff. All the little things that used to bother you really don't bother you anymore. And you start focusing on the things that you can control and less on the things that you cannot control. And that's why I love this diagnosis of Gleason 6 prostate cancer. Just the other day, I had a patient come to my office, right? And he said, I'm 58 years old. I have teenage kids at home. I just got diagnosed with prostate cancer. And look, I I don't want to die. All right, let's take a look. We looked at his biopsy report and he had three cores, three snips from the biopsy tissue of the prostate that were Gleason 6s. Volume was anywhere from 10 to 50%. So, volume is the amount of cancer in that tissue. So, it was up to 50%. I looked at the rest of his lab work and his cholesterol was through the roof. His quote unquote HDL or good cholesterol was low. His triglycerides was 200, which is high. And by the way, not only was he a heavy set guy, he had a big waist, he had a belly. And men with big bellies typically have other situations in the body biochemically that increases the risk of dying from a heart attack or other things. Okay. So I'm looking at him and I'm saying, my man, <laughs> listen to me for a second. If it wasn't for this diagnosis of a Gleason 6 you are well on your way to getting a heart attack and dying from a heart attack or a stroke. So I need you to understand that we need to reevaluate what we're doing here and we need to get your health in order. And we need to do the lifestyle protocol that I'll prescribe to you, not so much to lower your risk of prostate cancer, which we will, and we will focus on that, but to lower your cardiovascular risk. We have to look at the big picture here as best as I can tell with the labs that I have here in front of me, the information that I know, you have a much higher probability of dying from a heart attack than prostate cancer. So the takeaway here is that if you're, or your partner or your loved one is diagnosed with a Gleason 6 prostate cancer, I think what you want to do is high five, right? It's just high five with your friends and family because this is the perfect opportunity for you to do better. Just do better in life. And I don't know, anywhere from fixing your relationship problems with your kids, with your wife, with your friends, with your parents, if they're still alive, with siblings, to reevaluate what's important in your life, to reevaluate what you have control over and what you will control, which is really the only thing you have control over, honestly, is your thoughts, what you put in your mouth, your decision to move your body and be physically active and exercise and your sleep habits and things like that. Those are major things you have control over that you can change your biochemistry and create really a micro environment in the body that's hostile to cancer cells, which is exactly what you want. In terms of what to do while you're in active surveillance, again, if you go to drgeo.com, there's information there. And if you go to XY Wellness, there's a whole section on active surveillance there. So thank you for joining in today. I hope this information is useful to you. Listen, I almost feel like I'm talking to a patient. You're going to do great. I think that giving patients hope, it's a really good thing, really important thing. So you're going to do great. We're going to talk some other time on a higher Gleason scores and what it means. But for today, if you're a Gleason 6 prostate cancer, count your blessings. This is an opportunity for you to do better. This is Dr. Geo signing off. Talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Gio Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five-star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in the world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. And now for a brief disclaimer this podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.